Good morning, everyone. Sorry, I'm running a little late today. I grabbed a whole bunch of stuff this morning. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the full 180. We are here. We are now still in Jeremiah. And this is the first full 180 of 2023. Can you even believe it? But we're going to pray. We're going to ask the Lord to um, just bless our time, anoint our time together. And I'm still going to judge you just a little bit. Oh, praise the Lord. <clears throat> Let's pray. Father, right now, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it is life, that it is breath. Lord, I ask right now, God, I'm sorry, I'm still doing this. I'm going to plug this in. Jesus, Lord, give me strength here. <clears throat> oh, Lord, I just ask right now that you would just wash us, Lord, that you would cleanse us, Lord. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord. We repent of our sins, Lord, the thoughts, Lord, those places in our heart and life, God, that are displeasing to you. Lord, I thank you, God, for your forgiveness. I thank you for what you did on the cross. Lord, I thank you that you loved us so much, God, that you did. You came down and you died for us on the cross, Lord God, and you were born of a virgin, Lord, and you came just for me and just for them, Lord, just for all of us, and we are so grateful. It says in his word that he took the bread and he broke it and he blessed it. He says, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. We thank you for your broken body, Lord. We thank you that you took the stripes on your back for the healing of sickness, Lord. And we give you praise and we give you glory. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it says in the same way, he took the cup and he said, this is my blood of the new covenant that I make with you. And he says, it is for the forgiveness of the sins of the whole world. Do this in remembrance of me, Lord. We thank you for your shed blood. We thank you, God, that you that you uh, took the sacrifice on the cross, became the ultimate last sacrifice ever to be made so that we may have connection and communion and relationship with you and the Father in Jesus' name. Let us take the symbol of his sacrifice together. <clears throat> we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Okay, here we are. Thank you, Jesus. I love taking communion. We're in Jeremiah 35, everybody. And here we are reading the word together, amplified version as usual. Welcome to the full 180, Pastor Jay here. Let us go. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, Josiah, king of Judah, go to the house of the Rechabites and speak to them and bring them into the house of the Lord, into the one into one of the side chambers, then give them who are pledged not to drink wine, some wine to drink. So I took Jehazaniah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Habazaniah, and his brothers and all his sons and the whole house of the Rechabites, and brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, uh, the man of God, which was near the chamber of the princes, above the chamber of Maasiah, the son of Shalom, the doorkeeper, that I set before the men of the house, the Rechabites, pitchers full of wine and cups, and said to them, drink wine. But they said, we will not drink wine. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father commanded us, you shall not drink wine, neither nor you nor your sons forever, nor shall you build a house or sow a seed or plant a vineyard or own one, but you shall live in the tents all your days that you may live, that you may that you may live many days in the lands where you're, you are sojourners, temporary residents. We have obeyed the words of uh, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, and 
in all that he has commanded us in all our days, we have never drunk wine, nor have our wives or sons or our daughters, nor have we built ourselves houses to live in, nor do we have vineyards or fields or seed. We have lived only in tents and have obeyed and done everything according to all that Jonadab, our father, commanded us. But when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up against the land, we said, Come, and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans who rule Babylon, and for fear of the army of the Arameans. So we have lived in Jerusalem. Judah rebuked. Then came the word of the Lord to Jeremiah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Go and say to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, You Will you not receive instruction by listening to my words and honoring them, says the Lord? The command was Jonadab, the son of Rahab gave to his sons not to drink wine, has been observed as a custom for more than 200 years. To this day they do not drink wine, for they have obeyed their father's command, but I have repeatedly spoken to you, yet you have not listened to me. I have also sent to you all my servants, the prophets, sending them repeatedly, saying, let every one of you turn now from this evil way and alter your behavior and do not follow other gods to worship and serve them. Then you will live in and then you will live in a land which I have given you and to your forefathers. But you have not submitted or listened to me. Indeed, the sons of Jonadab, the sons of Rechab, have observed the command of their father, which they gave them. But this people has not listened to me. Pardon me. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel. Behold, hear this I am bringing on Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, all of the disaster that I have pronounced against them because I have spoken to them, but they have not listened, and I have called to them, but they have not answered. And Jeremiah said to the house of Rechabites, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, because you have obeyed the command of Jonadab, your father, and have kept all his commandments, and have done according to all that he commanded you. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jonadab, the son of Rechab, shall never fail to have a man descended to stand before me always. Jeremiah 36, Jeremiah's scroll read in the temple. And in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the word, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Take a scroll of parchment and write on it all the words which I have spoken to you concerning Israel and Judah <clears throat> and all the nations from the day I first spoke to you in the day of King Josiah until this day. <clears throat> it may be that the house of Judah will hear all the disaster which I plan to bring on them, so that each one will turn from his evil way, that I may forgive their wickedness and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote down the scroll of the, the books, all the words which Jeremiah dictated, words which the Lord had spoken to him. Jeremiah commanded Baruch, Baruch, <coughs> saying, I am in hiding virtually restrained. I cannot go into the house of the Lord. So go, so you go to the Lord's house on the day of the fasting and read from the scroll the words of the Lord to the people which have been, which have written as I dictated. Pardon me. And also you shall read them and all the people of Judah who came from their cities. It may be that their supplication for mercy will come before the Lord and everyone will turn from his evil way. For great is the anger and wrath of the Lord that is pronounced against this people. Baruch, the son of Neriah, did everything that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading from Jeremiah's scroll the words of the Lord in the, house, in the Lord's house. Now in the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, and in the ninth month, a fast was proclaimed before the Lord for all the people in Jerusalem and all the people who came in Jerusalem from the cities of Judah. <clears throat> then Baruch read to all the people the word of Jeremiah from the scroll of the book in the house of the Lord in the chamber of Gemariah, Gemariah sorry, the son of Zaphon, the scribe in the upper court and the entry gate, new gate of the Lord's house, when Micaiah, the son of Jeremiah... <laughs> 
sorry, Gemariah, huh, the son of Zaphon, had heard the all the words of the Lord of the Lord from the scroll. He went down to the king's house into the scribe's chamber, and behold, all the princes were sitting there. And Lishamiah the scribe, Deliah the son of Shemaiah, uh, Elnathan the son of Achbor, and Gemariah the son of Zaphon, Shaphan, and Zedekiah the son of Hananiah, and all the other princes. Then Micaiah declared to them all the words that they had heard, Baruch read from the scroll to all the people. Therefore, all the princes of Jehudi, the son of Nethaniah, <coughs> the son of Shalamiah, the son of Cushi and Baruch, saying, Take in your hand the scroll from which you have read to the people and come to us. So Baruch, the son of Neriah, took the scroll in his hand and went to them. And they said to him, Sit down and now and read it to us. So Baruch read it to them. <coughs> now when they had heard all the words, they turned to one another in fear and said to Baruch, We must surely report all these words to the king. Then they asked Baruch, Tell us now, how did you write all these words at his at, at his Jeremiah's dictation? Then Baruch answered them, He dictated all these words to me, and I wrote them in ink on the scroll. Then the princess said to Baruch, Go and hide you and Jeremiah, and do not let anyone know where you are. The scroll is burned. Then they went into the court of the king, but the, they first put the scroll in the chamber of El Shema, the scribe, and then they reported all the words to the king. So the king sent Jehudi, the son, to get the scroll, and he took it out of the chamber of El Shema, the scribe. And Jehudi read it to the king and all the princes who stood beside the king. Now it was the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter house, and a fire burning there in a there in the brazier, brazier for him. And after Jehudi had read these uh, three or four columns of the scroll, King Jehoiakim cut off that portion with the scribe's knife and threw it into the fire, and that was the brazier, until the entire scroll was consumed by the fire. Yet the king and all his servants who heard these words were not afraid, nor did they tear their clothes, even though El, uh, El Nathan and Deliah, <coughs> Deliah and Jeremiah pleaded with the king not to burn the scroll, he would not listen to them. And the king commanded Jeremiel, the king's son, Sariah, the son of Ariel, and Shalemiah, the son of Abdil, to uh, seize Baruch the scribe and Jeremiah the prophet, <clears throat> but the Lord hid them. The scroll is replaced, and the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah after the king had burned the scroll and contained, containing the words which Baruch had written at the dictation of Jeremiah, take another scroll and write it. All the former words that were on the first scroll which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, burned. And concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall say, Thus says the Lord, you have burned this scroll, saying, Why have you written on it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and will cut off man and beast from it? Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning Je uh, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, you shall have no heir to sit on the throne of David, and his dead body shall be thrown out of the heat of the day and into the frost of the night. I will also punish him and his descendants and his servants for their wickedness. And I will bring on them the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the men of Judah and all the destruction that I have declared against them, but they would not listen. Then Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, and who wrote on it at the dictation of Jeremiah all the words on the scroll which Jehoiakim the king of Judah burned in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. Jeremiah warns against trust in Pharaoh. Now Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon made Zedekiah the son of Josiah king in the land of Judah. So he reigned as king instead of Kaniah, who, who also, also called Jeconiah, Jeconiah, and Jeconiah, 
Jehoiachin, the son of Jehoiakim. <clears throat> but neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to the words of the Lord, which he had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Yet King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal, Jehuchal the son of Shelemiah, along with Zephaniah, the son of Maasiah, the priest to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Please pray now to the Lord our God for us. Now Jeremiah was coming and going among the people, for they had not yet put him in prison. Meanwhile, Pharaoh, Pharaoh's army had set out from Egypt, and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard the news about them, they, they, drew, they withdrew from Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to the prophet Jeremiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, so I make sure I don't frozen. This is what you are to say to the king of Judah, <clears throat> who sent you to me, inquire of me. Behold, Pharaoh's army, which has come up to help you, will return to Egypt, to their own land, and the Chaldeans of Babylon will come again and fight against this city, and they will capture it and set it on fire. Thus says the Lord, do not deceive yourselves, saying the Chaldeans will certainly stay away from us, for they will not stay away, for even if you had defeated the whole army, of the Chaldeans who fight against you, that, and there remained only a, the wounded men among them, yet they would rise up every man confirmed in his tent and burn down this city with fire. Jeremiah in prison. Now it happened when the army of the Chaldeans departed from Jerusalem for fear of Pharaoh's approaching army that Jeremiah left Jerusalem during the withdrawal of the Chaldean invaders to go to Anathoth, his hometown in the land of Benjamin, to take possession of the title to the land which he had purchased there among the people. When he, had, when he was at the gate of Benjamin, a captain of the guard whose name was Erija, Erija, the son of Shalamiah, the son of Hananiah, was there, and he seized and arrested Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are desert, deserting to join the Chaldeans of Babylon. But Jeremiah said, That is a lie. I am not deserting to join the Chaldeans, but the guard would not listen to him. So Erija, Erija took Jeremiah, brought him to the prince's court officials. The princes were enraged with Jeremiah and beat him and put him in prison in the house of Jonathan the scribe, for they had made the, that prison. <clears throat> when Jeremiah had come into the vaulted ceiling in the dungeon, <clears throat> had remained there many days, Zedekiah king, the king sent and brought him out. And in his palace, the king secretly asked him, Is there any word from the Lord? And Jeremiah said, There is. Then he said, You will be handed over to the king of Babylon. Moreover, Jeremiah said to king Zedekiah, In what I have sinned against you or against your servants or against this people that you have put me in prison, that where then are, the pro are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying the king of Babylon will not come against you or against this land? Therefore now please listen, O Lord, O my Lord the king, Please let my petition come before you and be acceptable, and do not make me return to the house of Jonathan the scribe, that I may not die there. Then King Zedekiah commanded, and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guardhouse, and a round loaf of bread from the baker's tree was given to him daily, until all the bread in the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained imprisoned in the court of the guardhouse, Jeremiah thrown into the cistern. Now, uh, Shephatiah, the son of Matan, and Gadaliah, the son of Pashur, and Jukal, also called Jehukal, the son of Shalamiah, and Pashur, the son of Malkijah, heard the words that Jeremiah was speaking to all the people, saying, So says the Lord, he who remains in this city will die by the sword, by famine, or and by virulent disease, pestilence. But he who goes out of the 
out to the Chaldeans of Babylon will live and have his own life as a reward and stay alive. Thus says the Lord, this city will certainly be given into the hand of the army of the king of Babylon and he will take it. Therefore, the prince's court official said to the king, please, we implore you, let this man Jeremiah be put to death for speaking in this way. He discourages and weakens the will of the soldiers who remain in the city and he discourages the weakens and weakens the will of all the people by speaking such words to them for this man is not seeking the well-being of these people but rather their harm then king zedekiah fearing the princess said listen he is in your hand for the king is has is in no petition to do position to do anything against you so they took jeremiah and threw him into the cistern of malchijah uh, malchijah the son the king's son which was in the court of the guardhouse and they let Jeremiah down into the cistern with ropes. Now there was no water in the cistern, but only mud. And Jeremiah sank in the mud. Now, Ebed-Melech, the, the Ethiopian Cushite, one of the eunuchs who was in the king's palace, heard that they had put Jeremiah in the cistern. And while the king was sitting in the gate of Benjamin, Ebed-Melech went out to the king's palace and spoke to the king, saying, My lord the king, these men have acted wickedly in all that they have done to Jeremiah the prophet, whom they have thrown into the cistern, and he will die of hunger where he is because of the famine, for there is no more bread in the city. Then the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian, saying, Take thirty men from here with you to lift Jeremiah the prophet out of the cistern before he dies. So Ebed-Melech took the men with him and went into the palace of the king to a place under the storeroom and took from there old rags and worn-out clothes and let them down by ropes to the cistern of Jeremiah, to, in this, into the cistern to Jeremiah. Then Ebed-Melech the Ethiopian said to Jeremiah, Now put these old rags and worn-out clothes under your armpits, and then place the ropes under the padding. And Jeremiah did so, and they pulled Jeremiah up with the ropes and took him up out of the cistern. And Jeremiah remained in the court of the guardhouse. <clears throat> Then King Zedekiah sent and had Jeremiah the prophet brought into him at the third entrance that is at the house of the Lord, in the house of the Lord. And the king said to Jeremiah, I'm going to ask you something. Hide nothing from me. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, if I tell you, if I tell you, you will not certainly put me to death, even if I do give you advice and you will not listen to me. But King Zedekiah swore secretly to Jeremiah as the Lord lives who made our lives be assured that I will not put you to death nor put you into the hand of these men who are seeking your life. Interview with Zedekiah. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, Thus says the Lord, God of hosts, the God of Israel, If you will go out and surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, then you will live in this city and will not be burned with fire, and you and your household will live. He's like trying to tell him, Come on, people, listen to what I'm telling you. But if you will not go out, to the officers of the king of, ba the officers of the king of Babylon, then the city will be given into the hand of the Chaldeans of Babylon, and they will set it on fire, and you yourself will not escape from their hand. Then King Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews, my former subjects, who have deserted to join the Chaldeans for the enemy. They may put me into their hand, and they will mock me and abuse me. But Jeremiah said, They will not hand you over to them. Please obey the voice of the Lord who speaks to you through me. And what I am saying to you, then it will go well with you and you will live. But if you keep refusing to go out and surrender to them, this is the word and the vision which the Lord has shown me. And behold, all the women who are left in the palace of the king of Judah will be brought out of the officers to the king of Babylon. <clears throat> and those women will say to you, King Zedekiah, close your close friends. <clears throat> 
have prevailed against you better your better judgment and have overpowered and deceived you while your feet were sunk in mire of trouble they turned back also your wives and your children will be brought out to the Chaldeans, and you yourself will not escape from the hand, but you will be seized by the king of Babylon, and this city, Jerusalem, will be burned down with fire. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Let no man know about this conversation, and you will not die. But if the prince's court officials hear that I have talked with you, and they have come to you and say, Tell us what you have said to the king, and what you what he said to you, do not hide it from us, and he we will not execute you, then you are to say to them, I was presented presenting my humble petition and plea to the king <clears throat> so that he would not send me back to John, Jonathan's house to die there. Then all the princes of the court came to Jeremiah and asked him just what King Zedekiah had anticipated they would ask. And he reported to them in accordance with all the king had commanded, so they stopped questioning him since the conversation with the king had not been overheard. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guardhouse until the day Jerusalem was captured by the Chaldeans of Babylon. Jerusalem captured. Now regarding the capture of Jerusalem in the ninth year of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, in the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and all his army came up against Jerusalem and besieged it. And in the eleventh year of Zedekiah, in the fourth month, on the ninth of the day, they breached the wall and broke into the city. Then all the officials of the king of Babylon came in and sat in the middle gate, establishing both military control of the city and their authority to judge the captives. Uh, Nergal Sar-Ezer, Samgar, Nebu, Sarsakim, and Rab Saris, chiefs of chief of the eunuchs, and Negar Sar-Ezer, the Rab Mag, chief of the magicians, with all of the rest of the officials of the king of Babylon. When Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and all the men of war saw them, they fled and escaped from the city at night by the way of the king's garden through the gate between the two walls. <clears throat> and the king went out toward the Arabah, Jordan Valley, but the Chaldean Babylonian army pursued them and overtook Zedekiah in the plains of Jericho. When they had seized him, they brought him up to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, at Riblah, in the Aramean land of Hamath, where he passed sentence on him. Then Riblah, king of Babylon, killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. The king of Babylon also killed all the nobles of Judah. Moreover, he blinded Zedekiah and bound him with bronze shackles to take him to Babylon. The Chaldeans also burned down the king's palace and the house of the people, and they broke down the walls of Jerusalem. Then Neb Nebuzaradan, the chief executioner and captain of the bodyguard, took the rest of the people who remained in the city, along with those who deserted and surrendered to him, and the rest of the so-called better class of people who were left and carried them into exile in Babylon. But Nebuchadnezzar, oh, sorry, Nebuzaradan, the Babylonian captain of the bodyguard, left behind in the land of Judah some of the poor people who had nothing and gave them vineyards and fields at that time Jeremiah spared. Now Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, gave orders concerning Jeremiah through Nebuchadnezzar, through Neb, I'm sorry, Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, saying, Take him and look after him. Do, not, do nothing to harm him, but rather deal with him just as he asks of you. So Nebuzaradan, the captain of the, guard, of the bodyguard, sent word along with Nebuchadnezzar, the Rabzaris, chief of the officials, and Nergal, Sar-Ezir, and Rabmag, the chief of the musicians, and all the leading officers of the king of Babylon. And even they even sent and took Jeremiah out of the court of the guardhouse and entrusted him to Gedaliah, a prominent citizen, the son of Ahikam, who had once saved Jeremiah's life, the son of Shaphan, to take him home with him to Mizpah. And Jeremiah was released and lived among the people. Now the word of the Lord came that comes to Jeremiah, 
while he was still confined in the court of the guardhouse, saying, Go and speak to Ebed melech the Ethiopian, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am about to bring my words of judgment against this city through disaster and not for good, and they will take place before you on that day. But I will protect you, Ebed melech on that day, says the Lord, and you will not be handed over to the men whom you are afraid, for I will certainly rescue you, and you will not fall by the sword, but you will have your own life as a reward of battle, because you have placed your trust in me, says the Lord. Jeremiah remains in Judah. The word which came to Jeremiah from the uh, from the Lord after Nebuzaradan, the captain of the bodyguard, had released him from Ramah. When he had taken him bound in chains among all the captains of Jerusalem and Judah who were being taken as exiles to Babylon, and the captain of the bodyguard had taken Jeremiah and said to him, The Lord your God promised this disaster on this place. Now the Lord has brought it about and has done just as you prom- as he promised. Because you, people of Judah, have sinned against the Lord and did not listen to and honor his voice. Therefore, this thing has happened to you. But now listen carefully because of your innocence. I am freeing you today from the chains which you are which are on your hands. And if you would prefer to come with me to Babylon, come and I will look after you carefully. <clears throat> but if you would prefer to not come with me to Babylon, then do not do so. Look, all the land is before you. Go wherever it seems good and right, convenient for you to go. While Jeremiah was still hesitating, the captain of the guard said, Go on back then to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, whom the king of Babylon has appointed governor over the cities of Judah, and stay with him among the people, or else whatever seems right to you to go. So the captain of the bodyguard gave him an allowance of food and a gift, and let him go. Then Jeremiah went to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, at Mizpah, and stayed with them among the people who were left in the land. Now when all the commanders of the forces that were scattered in the open country of Judah, and their men had heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah the son of Hikam governor in the land of Judah, and had put him in charge of the men, women, and children, those who, of the poorest of the land who had not been exiled to Babylon, they went to Gedaliah and at Mizpah, Ishmael the son of Nathaniah, Johanan and Jonathan the sons of Korea, Shariah, the son of Tan Humeth, the son of Ephiah, and the Netophathite, and Jezaniah, the son of Mekathite, they and their men, and, this, and then they and their men, then Gedaliah, the son of Haikam, the son of Shaphan, swore to them by their men, saying, Do not be afraid to serve the Chaldeans, stay in this land and serve the king of Babylon, that it may go well with you. As for me, I am going to stay in Miz- at Mizpah to stand for you before the Chaldeans who come up to us, ministering to them and looking after the king's interests. But as for you, gather in wine, summer fruit, and oil, and store them in, in, in your utensils designed for such purposes, and live in your cities that you, that you have taken over. Likewise, when all the Jews who were in Moab and among the people of Ammon and Edom, and who were in all the other countries, heard that the king of Babylon had left a remnant of people in Judah and had appointed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, over them as governor. Then all the Jews returned from the, all the places to which they had been driven and came back to the land of Judah, to Gedaliah at Mizpah, and gathered a great abundance of wine and summer fruits. Moreover, Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces that were scattered in the open country came to Gedaliah at Mizpah and said to him, Do you know 
the Baalists, the king of Ammonites, has sent Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, to take your life. But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, did not believe them. Then jo- uh, Johanan, the son of Kuria, spoke secretly to Gedaliah in Mizpah, saying, Let me go. Hold on. Let me go and kill Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and not and not a man will know who is responsible. Why should I kill you and cause all the Jews, uh, all the Jews who are gathered near you to be scattered and the remnant of Judah to perish? But Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, said to Johanan, the son of Korea, do not do this thing, for you are lying about Ishmael. Gedaliah is murdered. In the seventh month, Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, the son of Elish, Elishama of the royal family of David, and one of the princes of the king came and at an instigation of the Ammonites with ten men to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam in Mizpah, as they were eating a meal together there in Mizpah, Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, and the ten men who were with him got up and struck down Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, with the sword and killed the one whom the king of Babylon had appointed governor over the land. Ishmael also killed all the Jews who were at the banquet with Gedaliah and Mizpah, in addition to the Chaldean soldiers who were there. Now it happened in the second day after the killing of Gedaliah, before anyone knew about it, that 80 men came from Shechem, from Shiloh, from Samaria, and with their beards shaved off and their clothes torn and their bodies cut, carrying in the hands grain offerings and incense to present at the site of the house of the Lord of Jerusalem. Then Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, went out from Mizpah to meet them, weeping false tears as he went. And he met them and said, Come, this, come to Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam. Yet when they came into the city, Ishmael, the son of Nathaniah, and the men who were with him, uh, with, it, with him slaughtered them, and they threw them into the cistern underground water reservoir. But ten men who were among them said to Ishmael, Do not kill us. We have stories of wheat, stores of wheat and barley and oil and honey hidden in the fields. So they stopped and did not kill them among their champion companions. Now the cistern into which Ishmael had thrown all the corpses of the men whom he had killed along with Gedaliah was the one of the king, which uh, which Gedaliah was the one which King Asa of Judah had made about 300 years earlier. Uh, the account of King Baasha uh, of Israel, believing that Baasha would lay siege to Mizpah, Ishmael the son of Nethaniah filled, filled it with the bodies of those who were killed. Then Ishmael took the captive, all the rest of the people who were in Mizpah, even the king's daughters, ladies of the court, and all the people who remained in Mizpah, whom Nebuzaradan, the captain of the bodyguard, had put under the charge of Gedaliah, the son of Icom, Ishmael took the son of, ne- of Nethaniah, took them captive, and crossed over the Jordan to meet his allies, the Ammonites. Johanan rescues the people. But when Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces who were with him heard of the murderous behavior of the son of Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, they took all the men with him and went to fight with Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, and found him by the great pool of Gideon. Gibeon, sorry. Now, when all the people captive, when when all the captive people who were with Ishmael saw Jehoanan, Jehoanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces that were with him, they were glad. So all the people whom Ishmael had taken captive from Mizpah turned around and came back and joined Jehoanan, the son of Korea. But Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, escaped from Jehoanan, Jehoanan, with eight men and went to join the Ammonites. Then Jehoanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces that were with him, took. 
from Mizpah and all the people whom he had rescued from Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, after Ishmael had killed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, the soldiers, the women, the children, and the high officials whom Johanan had brought back uh, from Gibeon. And they went and stayed in Geruth, lodging the lodging place, Chimham, which is near Bethlehem, intended to go to Egypt because of the Chaldeans, for they were afraid of them because Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, had killed Gedaliah, the son of Ahikam, whom the king of Babylon had appointed governor over the land and whose death the king might avenge. Wow, wow. So much happened in that in that in those chapters. But Lord, right now, we thank you for your word, Lord. We ask that it would be breath and life to our bodies, our souls, and our spirits. So we put on the whole armor of God. Lord, our belt of truth, our breastplate of righteousness, so as we shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, so we place our helmet of salvation on. Lord, we take our shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit. Lord, let us be blessed and be a blessing today. We give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And we'll see you tomorrow for the full 180.